Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Non-Sequitur Nerds. Tonight, we're going to need you to grab your pickaxes and mine for crafting materials as we're going to be talking surviving crafting games. <laughs> Survival crafting games, even. Joining me as always is my player two, who's going to be going out getting the best materials in the game while I waste them all building pointless crap. Joining me is Ian. How's it going, buddy? Hey, Tim. Uh, it's going pretty good tonight, uh, actually. I uh, got rid of the kids, got rid of the dog. Um going like, to be spending my week... Per permanently? Or, like, did you sell them to a traveling circus? Uh, no, because I don't think any circus would want to take my little munchkins. <laughs> I um, mean, I'm sure there's a market for them somewhere. I mean, they always need people to get shot out of cannons. I don't condone right. shooting children out of cannons. I just want to state that. I, I kind of do. <laughs> um... Yeah. Anyway, no, they're uh, they're they're uh, gone for the weekend. Uh, I'll get them again on Sunday, but right. uh, I've got some exams to do this weekend because mm. I am an adult that decided I was going to go back to school uh, for my my MBA, and so now I'm paying for it, Dang. literally, li literally and figuratively, and probably somewhere in between. Right. Right. So. Yes. Uh, so what you could say is that I am, uh, you know. Um, Digging to the depths of uh, the books and uh, mining all of the knowledge that I can in order to build a uh, potentially better future uh, for myself. You're know, winging it, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm totally winging it. I'm tying <laughs> in the metaphors here. Well, welcome to being an adult where we, all you do is wing it, hope for the best. Yeah, I think we've said it before, uh, and I'll say it again. No adult actually knows what they're doing, folks. We just no, kind of fake it until we, we, we stumble into our successes. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So anyway, uh, survival crafting games. Mm -hmm. um, so we talk a lot about video games. We talked about Nintendo. We've talked about Xbox, PlayStation, uh, all those other kind of fun stuff, some of our favorite MMOs. But um, th there's a brand of game that Tim and I, I think, have been pretty into lately for about, yeah. I don't know, like the last year or so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really has been like that. That's These kind of games have been our go-to uh, for a while now. Actually. I mean, I think it was... Uh... Shortly after, you know, the big lockdown last year, uh, we started playing. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's something we had talked about before, you know, Tim and I have been best friends for many years. We kind of we'll go through these these weird, like, you know, wave waveform patterns where we kind of, you know, not that, not that we ignore each other, but we just, like, fall out of touch for a little while and then get back together. And yeah. uh, anyway, lockdown has brought us closer together. <laughs> um anyway so uh yeah Aww. we started playing um we started playing some of these uh these survival crafting games mm -hmm. uh so what do we mean by survival crafting game games in which you survive and craft see i'm i'm good at this <laughs> yeah no that that's pretty much the most basic <laughs> explanation so uh for any of you out there not really understanding what we're talking about we're talking about a game where the core concept is surviving obviously but you you do this by building stuff you gather materials you you build things kind of think like minecraft honestly it just right. you know the same general thought process as minecraft um sometimes the games are less deadly sometimes they're more deadly depends uh, on the sometimes game the really. crafting is more involved sometimes the crafting is less involved sometimes you accidentally glitch the game and cause infinite resources <laughs> and then it just stops being fun Oh, man, that was the best, like, two hours we've ever played of that game ever, because that's all we've played of it. Um, yes, exactly. We'll, we'll talk about that one here in a bit, I assume. Yes, yes, we will. So um, I'm going to start with kind of an older game that we haven't played together, but we have played to 
together. You've played it on your own. I've played it on my own, which is Subnautica. Yep. Um, uh, absolutely fantastic game. Oh, uh, I, yes, yes. Such a fun game. Beautiful game. Yes. Um, that is one of like the best ocean, uh, I don't even know what you'd call it, uh, designs. Sir. Environment, environments that's the word uh, one of the, yeah well one of the best ocean environments i've ever seen in the game yeah well i mean that's the entire game right? well yeah it's i mean they, the they kind of had to get that right i mean if they didn't right. get you know that right it's, eh, there's the whole game right so i i played through i, I played subnautica uh, for several months really mm -hmm. it's still installed on my desktop in point of fact it's uh, the icon is staring the peeper fish <laughs> is staring me right in the face there you go um but it was a—it's uh, one of those games that I really enjoyed. Um, it's kind of like—I wouldn't say it's a, too much of a chill game, unless you did what I did and, and played—you know—played for a while on regular mode, and then decided to jump in creative just so that you could have a little bit of fun and kind right. of explore different biomes and whatnot, which is what I did. There you uh, go. So I think I spent most of my time in creative mode. I built the sub and just kind of tooled around the environments. Yeah, I mean, I did that as well for a bit, just because uh, I wanted to kind of get a feel for like. Okay, where are certain materials at? You know, what's in this biome? Things like that. Um, yeah. I, I ended up building uh, a rather elaborate uh, base on that, uh, underwater, obviously, um, that I don't remember what was causing it, but, like, for some reason it kept catching on fire, which, if you're under the ocean, that's not a thing you want to have happen. <laughs> I mean... Or no, it was flooding. Realistic. It was flooding, excuse me. I was going to say, I'm like, fire... I mean, that makes sense if it's producing oxygen. You know, you can have a, a facility that catches fire. It's probably right. like on the space station, right? Where, you know, oh, fire fire bad, fire equal death. Like, I, like that, that would be Because there's nowhere for the fire to yeah, go. Yeah, that would be a horrible... I mean, on the plus side, if there's a hole rupture, the fire will go out. But so will you. Um... Well, the problem is, is that it's burning the oxygen. So, so long as you're producing oxygen in that area, it's, it's going gonna... to continue to burn. Yeah. Even, though, even though it's venting that, that fire... So in order to get a in order to get a fire out in space, you have to seal that you have to seal that area off and then basically cut off the oxygen right. from there. Um, but no, so, it, it, yeah. it kept flooding, not burning. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, no, you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, Subnautica, you know, very beautiful game, a lot of fun to play. Just really kind of one of those things that I, I had the most fun just exploring. Yeah, same, um, same. You know, exploring, seeing the different biomes, the creatures. Mm -hmm. You know, the the first time you're in the very mini mini sub was like the <laughs> sea turtle or right. something like that, and you get attacked by a hydra uh, yeah, behemoth or whatever they're called, um, and you crap your pants while this thing is trying to eat you. You're gonna have a bad time. Um, yeah, you, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> um, but it was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. um, I felt like the crafting was really involved in that one. There's a lot of materials and stuff that yes, it takes. Yes, yes, to... there are. Yeah. So, I mean, one it's... one that's that's kind of similar to that that you and I did play together, and we played for a long while. And I know we're both waiting on this next update for it to start playing it again. Raft. Yeah. We, we spent a crap ton of time in that game. I mean, even after yeah. even after the, the most recent update, when we did everything, we still kept playing for a while because because we love the game. Um, our 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 well, it's I, I don't even know if we can call it a raft at this point. I mean, it's it's a it's, <laughs> it's a, a small self, yacht. It's a, um, yeah, it's a self propelled, self sustaining yacht. We yep. have beehives to produce biofuel. Lots of beehives. 
lots of beehives. We have a plantation. We have a farm. Well, we, we have our, 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 our automatic harvesting system with nets literally around the entire perimeter. So if we yes. run over something, we collect it. Yes. Um, what what did we call it? the what the was it? The SS Sharknado Seven. The Sharknado Seven. Yep. And we yes. have uh, the the shark head mounted on the front of it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, to give you guys a little bit of background, Raft is again another one of those survival crafting games. Um, the start of the game. It's a very basic premise, really. Yeah. Really. The, you are literally stuck on a four by four square mm-hmm. in the middle of the ocean with nothing except yep. the clothes on your back when it starts, and yep. you have to survive. Yeah. And what survive means is you have to expand your raft, mm-hmm. you have to catch food, and you have to uh, desalinize water, yeah. you know, make salt water drinkable. Mm-hmm. All of this while avoiding getting eaten <laughs> by that goddamn shark. Oh, Bruce, you leave Bruce alone. I mean, for the amount of, for the amount of Bruce heads that we have in storage containers. <laughs> he should leave uh, us alone. This is your, really this is your only should. warning, Bruce. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Raft is another one of those survival games that's really open world. Like, there's a story, and it's actually yeah. a pretty interesting story. Yeah, it's, 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 very, it's presented in a very bare-bones way, but with enough intrigue that you're like, okay, well, what is going on here? Why do we keep finding all these like little settlements with nobody in it? Why are we the only one? How did we get here? And they, mm-hmm. they drip-feed you just enough to keep you interested, but not too much. You're like, oh, okay, I'm going to call it now. This is why. Right. And for me, I think the the game itself was the game itself is fun. Oh, absolutely. There's not a lot of crafting materials, but there's a lot of things you can make from them, mm-hmm. which is really interesting and really cool to me. There's yeah. fairly basic, you know, crafting materials. What is it? Uh, plastic. Uh, plastic. Plastic. Uh, wood. Uh, the palm leaves. Uh, yeah. Palm I mean, leaves. You can make various things like rope. You can uh, gather rocks. Sand, rocks, and uh, then some ore. Yeah, ores, things like that. And you can make things like, you can make smelters, you can make, I mean, heck, you can make paint by gathering flowers and building a paint mixer. Um, Right, which I don't know if you you saw that, but I think in the last patch, Mm -hmm. they said that the paint mixer now will only mix when the boat or when the raft is moving. Which which makes sense, because it's on a little, like, pulley type thing with a a little paddle wheel. That That makes sense, honestly. Some of the things that don't necessarily make sense in that game is your ability to build advanced electronic devices out of plastic and uh, sand. I um, mean, maybe our characters were, you know, Tony Stark in a past life or something. I don't know. Right, even though one of the characters is like a 13-year-old girl. Well, I'm right. Uh, th- then you can also, you know, make internal combustion engines that run off of naturally, you know, <laughs> naturally burning ethanol. Right. Um, cause everybody knows how to make that off of a basic blueprint. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, I'm not complaining about any of this. It's just, it's no, 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 thing, no, yeah. no, but uh, we're uh, kind of diverting off of the path, which is, you know, a fairly common thing here, it's, it's but, thing um, we do. Right. The story, I think, in in that game really kind of grabbed me mm-hmm. and really intrigued me when you uh, and this is I don't think this is going to spoil anything for anybody when you get to the yacht. Yeah, that was where it really grabbed me. Like the first place you go to is like, eh, all right, whatever. Yeah. But when you get to the yacht, you're like, huh. All right. And then you start reading some of the journal entries and it's like, oh, so the game itself doesn't tell you anything yeah like 
there's no voice acting in this game except for you know the the grunts and groans of your character like when you're as you inevitably you know, fall off everything well that well well usually that's us screaming after we fall in the ocean and have the shark coming after us very true <laughs> or you know you're you're running through the boat and you fall through the hole where the anchor is you know that's i wish there was a way to like not have that um but i mean i know we need the anchor <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you need the anchor. But uh, what I you know what I'm referring to is the characters have very minimal voice lines, uh, or the you know the groaning if you're like thirsty or hungry and something. Uh, so you're like they sound like they're dying because they are. But I mean they said right. they did that's some really good acting for grunts, you know. Right, and there's a couple of different game modes that you can play on. So there, you know there's the normal survival game mode where the the shark tries to eat you, and then there's the and there's um peaceful you know like an, the there's of. peaceful where nothing will like you can still progress to the game but nothing will attack you mm. um you still have to eat and drink yep but you don't have to like worry you, you don't have enemies. to worry about right you don't have to worry about the shark trying to eat your face <laughs> and he uh, will he will and then there's creative mode which is like you just get free reign to build whatever you want to um but in order to preserve the game they made it so that you you can't actually progress the story. Like you're literally just out in the middle of the ocean. Yep. You will never run into land. You can't yep. move the boats or anything like that. Uh, and then, then there's like extreme mode, which is like which, hardcore. Right. We, I don't think you and I have never played on it together. I don't at think least. so. Um, but you have to eat, you have to drink. I think you have to sleep yeah. and you will get seasick. Really? I didn't know about that. Part. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get seasick. Like you'll get nauseous. So, <laughs> Uh, like dirt in like heavy storms and whatnot, because there is weather effects in that yeah, game too. Yep, so. there is. You know, so you'll you you know, it's really disconcerting the first time that your raft takes a giant wave and you think you're gonna get pushed over the edge, but you just kind of yeah, stand there. Yeah, and even or even after the, you realize that you're not going to, it's still very very concerning. Right. Uh, or you know, when the when the raft takes a, a giant wave that the shark is riding and it just like flies <laughs> over the raft shark. at you. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, that one's terrifying, but um, it's it, all in all, it's a really fun game that I think a lot of people should play. Oh, it's absolutely. technically an early, it's it's technically an early access game. I think it's like twenty bucks. Uh, right around, right it's absolutely even at thirty bucks, it is absolutely worth it. Highly recommend. Yeah. it. ten out of ten. Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, uh, Redbeat Studios is the yeah. the people that make it. It's like an indie group. Five people, I think, are on their development yeah, it's, team. It's, last it's a time small I saw. Team, yeah. Yeah, but um, you know they're they're trying. I think they yeah. produce an update about every four to six months right now. Besides patches, yeah. So, um, and it's also a very beautifully done game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, graphically, it's it's definitely not going to be like you know your your high end triple A triple A title, mm -hmm. but for a five person studio, it's a beautiful game. Oh yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I agree. You know, very smooth graphics. There's obviously a little bit of clipping and things like that, but yeah, whatever. I mean, again, you know, it's, it's, it's it's a very small team. I mean, for what they have to work with, phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's, if you want something that you can just like peacefully kind of go and do stuff in, I suggest Raft. Oh yeah, like because your your sister and brother-in-law, they'll just like go. They used to at least log into the game and just fish. Yeah, like that's literally all they did, right? Yeah. They'd, they'd log in on the ra on our raft and fish. Yeah. And then they just leave and leave us a and bunch then, of fish, which, yeah, hey, whatever, you know? They right. enjoyed fishing. 
Right. If I do have to, if if I could though, provide a critique of the game, I yeah, will say yeah. this is the one. This is the one downside that that I do think that the, the, there is the game. There's no centralized uh, server functionality, mm-hmm. so you can't run a dedicated server. You can't, you know, have offsite dedicated servers. Like it, it's not something that is always available. So if you play with friends like Tim and I do, Tim yeah. is the one that his account has our, you know, our world, our, our raft on, our Sharknado <laughs> on. So if um, if I want to play just by myself, I can't log into that world. I have to yeah. log into my own local world and basically do everything from from scratch or from the beginning. So yeah, that, that is that, one that would downside. Be a, yeah, that would be a nice update for that game is to have like some kind of functionality for that, mm-hmm. or at least like uh, maybe like some kind of like uh, like a persistent map system, you know, or, or something along those lines. Yeah, that would be that would be a nice upgrade for it. Yeah, I mean, even something as simple as cloud storage of the server files. Right. So, you know, much similar to like, you know, Office 365 or something like that, where multiple people can at least get to the server files Mm. and the game will read the server files from the cloud. There you go. And then, you know, it updates updates in real time. Um, I think that would be something that would be really relatively simple to to implement. But, you know, what do I know? I have... I haven't coded much in, in several years. So. Right. You just tell people what to code. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I surround myself by smart, surround myself with smart people. So I have to work less hard. Exactly. Yay, me. So, uh, yeah, any other thoughts on, I mean, it's, it's the, the server thing is like really the, the only thing that, that I would say, if they were to add a feature, like if they were to give you a list of things like, hey, we're going to add one of these things, that would probably be what I'd pick on it. I mean, apart from that, like, I mean, like you said, the graphics aren't, you know, going to be your, you know, big studio AAA game. But that's one of the things I like about it is it is, they're not bad graphics by any means. They're just, mm-hmm. I don't want to say simplified because that really understates it. But they are, it is a very simple graphic system. But it's still very, would, very, very beautiful. I would equate graphics to about a xbox 360 ps3 era i'd say mid to, mid to late life on those would be yeah yeah i'd say so yeah i mean it's not going to win any you know best graphics of the year awards right but it's still it's a beautiful game i mean the the music in it is very very calming very soothing like Ian unless said, you put on the techno music well yeah that, <laughs> yeah because that's one thing that you you can build a radio in this game um but no, I mean, all in all, I mean, the, the art direction's great in it. The the sound direction's great in it. Uh, the story, like you said, is, is very intriguing, very engaging, but presented in a a very minimalist way mm-hmm. that really, you know, kind of like I said earlier, makes you think, okay, well, what happened? What is, what's going to happen? You know, why is this happening? So yeah, right. I mean, all in all, I, I really enjoyed Raft. If you guys can't tell, that's a game that we're both very fond of. Yep, and very eagerly awaiting the ne- their next update for. Uh, yep. Their last dev blog update was just an April Fool's joke talking about, <laughs> you know, seagulls. <laughs> you know, it was the seagull update. Yep, the, with with uh, seagulls that have uh, Navy military uh, attack tactics. Which I'm yes. like, okay, I, I would actually like to see that implemented just as like a like a you know a side server pat you know patch as a as a joke. You can at least try it out. But there um, is no cow level. Exactly, exactly. Um, but no, yeah, we're, we're definitely both waiting on this next update. Um, we've had we've put a lot of hours into that game. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. 
so if we want to actually go by our timeline, I think the next one on the list is Scrap Mechanic. Which, uh, th- that was also done by the same studio, wasn't it? No, but no. It, it was it was one that looked like it was done the, by the same studio. Th- there was another survival game that we played that was the same studio, and I'm trying to remember what it was. I don't think there was, though. I, I, you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, are you thinking of, like, Satisfactory? Which we I didn't play. And see, now, I never actually picked it, that one up, but I really thought about it, because at the time I had watched a bunch of Let's Plays of it. Um, but anyway, no, you know, Scrap Mechanic. Yeah. We, we kind of uh, somewhat alluded to this at the top of the show. So Ian and I gave it a shot because we were waiting on uh, an update for Raft. We're like, you know, there's this similar vein. Let's try it out. We played it for a couple hours. And maybe the last hour to two that we were playing it, something glitched up in the game and was letting us craft items without the materials. And whenever you would craft something, even if you had the materials, it wouldn't use them. If you put an item that you crafted down, you would have the thing that you put down plus the original item still in your inventory. So our inventory was full of stuff that we just couldn't get rid of. And we were making like high-end, at the time, endgame items and endgame mm-hmm. vehicles. They're like, oh, this is awesome. Let's try this out. And we're like, oh, well, what, what do we do now? Because we've kind of experienced everything. Well, remember, we could. you, you say high-end ve- endgame vehicles. You had to build the vehicles from the ground up. So, Well, high-end high spent... uh, materials for the vehicles, I should say, then. Right, yeah. right. So Tim spent a lot of his time just, like, tinkering with our, quote-unquote, car, trying to get that to work right. And it was... I don't know if you'd call really... that a car, Ian. <laughs> yeah, it was really kind of, like, goofy. It's... I, I understand what they were going for. You know, you have to do, like, weight balance and get the axles right and yeah. things like that. But, like... You know, four wheels and each wheel, yeah, each wheel could technically turn independently Mm -hmm. and you had to have like a wide base. Otherwise, the The whole thing would tip over. Right. It would just tip over or, you know, in in some cases you would just like tip forward. Right. Just, you know, just completely flip the vehicle. Um, I think we had I had attempted to make a a vehicle with a drill on the front. We're like, let's let's see what we can do with this. And after, like, tinkering with it, I thought I finally had it. We took it off the hoist. I turned it on, and it just, like, went, like, front end or back end up and then just started spinning there on the ground. I'm like, no, Ian, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Another one of those very minimalist games. I think there was more enemies in that one. Uh, More different different enemies because we mostly got attacked by the hay bailing bots, I think. Right. Um, But it it was... uh, yeah, it was just one of those games that uh, it, it very quickly lost its luster after we broke the game. I'm sure it probably would have reset itself after we logged back in, but it was, it just, it stopped being fun, especially because as part of the this glitch that, that Tim was telling you about, um, if you, I found that if I crafted a, a crafting station like a replicator or something like that and set it down, it would create one, but I would still have the one in my hands and I couldn't get rid of it. I I couldn't unequip it. So I think I had like tried to yeet about 50 replicators um, off of myself before I just, I was just like running around with what was essentially like a machine three times as big as my dwarf character. Yeah. Um, 
in my hands and there were like 49 of them out in the, in the field in front of our little base and, yeah. and I couldn't get rid of them. So, okay. Um, I, I, I looked it up. I wasn't insane. The creator of scrap mechanic Axelot games um, are actually the publishers of raft and have invested in red beat interactive. Yes. So I, I also, I, I wasn't while insane. I was, while I was talking, I was looking that up as well and I was going to uh, mention it, but yes. Uh, so I they say, are like I thought. I remember seeing the Red Beat logo on Scrap Mechanic, or, or you something. saw the Axolot. You axolot. saw the Axolot. That, logo. Yeah, that's right. It's got was. the the little Axolot or ax, Axolotl. Yeah. How do you, the, that little cute sea creature or water? It's not a sea creature, is it? I they're water going beasties. I, I, I don't. I don't know. Is it an amphibian? I don't know. Anyway, you, you've seen them. They're cute. Um, I have yet to yes. see one of those things that's not adorable. But um, yeah, with with had it not been for that bug, I feel that we probably would have played a bit more scrap mechanic, and I mean that may be an isolated incident with with just our game. Um, one thing that scrap mechanic didn't have that Raft did. Raft, like we said, had a very minimalist story. Scrap mechanic, scrap mechanic had no story to it. You were literally just you were some kind of space dwarf. Your ship crashed on this planet. Go. If there was a story well, we, there, we I didn't see it. There was no narrative yeah. like telling of the story because again we were on a planet that was previously inhabited. Yeah, and then there were no people there. They were just robots. Like like they were helper robots that were now like murder robots trying to kill you. Yep. So it's, and it's, that it's was the, it's the age old. You know the, these robots are supposed to protect the 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 stuff that you or the the, the crops and things and the materials you built. And their AI goes, well, the best way to do... The thing that destroys them the most are, the, you know, the humans. If we destroy the humans, these things will be safe. You know, we haven't seen that yeah. trope before in any right. time uh, a robot I, goes well, crazy. I think there was a spot, remember, where we did run into another living character. They were they were in that cage hmm. getting roasted by the robot, and we yeah, had to we, figure we, out a way to get the cage did, back. We never did. Like, we, we, we didn't figure out how to... Oh, no, did we... Did we open that? No, because no. I think he burned to death. I think he got burned to death because <laughs> he was in like a he was in like an inferno. Because we were trying yeah. to figure out how to get the cage back. Because I think in order to get it, it back, in, like, you had a to ball. build. Yeah, it was a big steel ball. Yeah. Like you had to, you had to build a, a car that, with like a winch on it or something yeah. that you could load the cage up and get him out of there. And we just we never did. Yeah, we 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 never did. I think we accidentally knocked him into a fire. I think and, so. And roasted him. Uh, so. <laughs> so um yeah scrap mechanic interesting game yeah not one i mean i've since uninstalled it for my computer so i yeah, same like it's still I on don't my know. steam list but like i don't know if it's one that i'll go back to oh yeah yeah no no i i completely completely agree with that it's, I mean, it's, it's a fun, not it's one. a fun idea i mean if i i could see how with a little bit of polish it could be a good game not yeah. saying it's a bad game but our personal experience on it just it wasn't wasn't for us yeah i would concur with that sentiment um so uh kind of moving on the list uh a little bit more um so in that same vein i'd mentioned it you know there's other games kind of like uh kind of like that like uh astroneer and uh satisfactory and then there you know there's other games within that that general genre which we we know about but we have not played i own satisfactory but i've never actually played it <laughs> see in astroneer uh I, that was on game pass uh, it may still be 
It um, is that, because that I one... have it downloaded. I just haven't played it. I <laughs> see that one. I, I played a little bit of it. A really neat concept. Um, with with a lot of these survival crafting games, there is very minimal hand holding. Mm-hmm. Astroneer is one that I feel could use a little bit more hand holding because, like at the beginning, it gives you, you know, your basics. You're going to want to build this, this, and this, and then after that, it's it's pretty bare bones. But with the amount of stuff in that game. I feel like maybe some kind of in-game like help, and if there is one, I just didn't notice it, would definitely help this game. It's not, a, again, not a bad game. I liked it, but it was almost almost too complex. Mm. But not, not in a bad way. I mean, if, if, I if I spent more time with it and actually fiddled with it more, I'd probably be able to figure stuff out. But, I mean, I figured out how to dig holes straight down and find rare stuff. I have no idea what to do with it, but I have it. <laughs> Yeah, to me that's kind of like the game uh, Space Engineers, which I think is really kind of the was kind of like the alpha, not the alpha, but it was like the OG version of the the space survival uh, crafting game. Yeah, it's definitely one, um, one of the earliest success stories. Right. It's a very like it's a very it's still a very well played game um, that does have server support. You and I have never played it together. I've only really tinkered in it a little bit. Yeah. Same. Um, like I think I booted it up, walked around, and that was about it. Yeah, but I mean, it's a very complex game. There mm-hmm. are hundreds of building pieces, and the material list I don't believe is very large, but it's it's Minecraft in space. Like right. there is just a ridiculous amount of stuff that you can build, and it's freeform. Like so, you can build massive capital ships and everything oh, right like on. that. Um, you know, and diggers and miners and space fighters and. You know, you can wage war with your enemy, you know, with your friends or your enemies, your frenemies, there you go. Um, your ex-girlfriends, whatever you, whatever you, <laughs> it may be. Uh, but it, yeah, I, I've not, I've, uh, some of my favorite streamers pray, play it, uh, pray it all. <laughs> um, some of my favorite streamers play it and uh, watching them play it, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I just. I feel like there's a pretty big learning curve, and I'd need right. to spend a lot of time to go it, and figure it out. It sounds like it. From what I've seen on it as well, I'd agree. Yeah. Um, there was one that you and I had also talked about playing uh, for a while, uh, The Forest. Yeah, which, which, when you told me about it, I had never heard about it. Mm-hmm. So I did, you know, I went on YouTube, found a, a streamer that had played it, and he was playing it solo. And, you know, I watched it and got really intrigued in it. And then more recently, I saw that Markiplier and some of his friends were playing it. So I'm like, okay, I get a sense, and now I can get a sense of what this is like as a multiplayer game. And watching those, it's like, I really want to play it. But between Markiplier and that other streamer, whose name escapes me at this point, I've seen enough of the story behind it that I'm like, well, would the experience be ruined for me because I've already seen all this? Yeah. So it's, it's like, yeah, I, I want to play it. And see, that, that that's one of the problems with... Uh, that I see with, you know, Let's Plays and things like that, is it's fun to watch to get an idea for it, but if the content creator is interesting enough, you're going to keep watching it. And then, like, for me, it's very much 50-50 of if I'm going to go out and play that game or not. Yeah, I can uh, I can dev- definitely see that. Um, you know, I... I'm kind of the same way. Like there, there's some games that I really want to to play, yeah. And I really look at, um, and I think it's really cool. Uh, there's there's others that I'm I'm just I'm content to watch people play it, right? Um, 
games so, that you may not necessarily buy anyway, but you're at least interested in it enough to watch it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, there's a. Uh... There's some games on my like on my Steam wish list that have popped up. That, yeah. uh, like, oh, this is on sale, and I look at it, and I'm like, one, I'm never gonna have any time to play that, right. and two, Tim's probably not gonna get it, and <laughs> right. I don't necessarily want to play it by myself. See, so as an example, I, I, I run into that as well a lot. Yeah, as an example, uh, I just pulled up my Steam wish list. Uh, Seven Days to Die is on there, which is another survival uh, mm. builder game, um, very I... much in the. Do I own that? I, I don't, don't. Well, let's find out. It's on my wish list. Uh, it's currently very popular. It doesn't look like any of my friends also own this game. See, I, that's one that I, I don't remember if I had played it. At some, is that on console as well? Um, or is that PC only? I'm not sure. It's it's on it, it's PC. Been, it's it's been so long since I thought about that one. I don't remember if I played it. Or if I just huh. watch some streamers playing it at some point. But I mean, obviously, well, I, I don't own it. To be fair, I mean, it's it's still in early access, and it was released December 13th of 2013. So uh, I, I, yeah. the, the publisher is uh, The Fun Pimps. Okay. So okay. there's mean, that. Um, fun group of guys there. Yes. Uh, anyway, I mean, it's got very positive reviews. It's oh, like yeah. got over uh, got over one hundred fourteen thousand reviews uh, on uh, Steam. But um, again, it's another one of those games that I, it's a zombie survival yeah. uh, builder game. So Which, you, like, I mean, those, you build... were, those were big for a while. Like everything was a zombie survival game for a good couple of years there. Yeah, and, and people modded the crap out of it so that they could do more of you know less less worry about the zombies more either multiplayer or uh you know base building uh again a streamer that i watch um did a video essay series about like daisy uh yep, I, the yep da I uh, daisy and arma yep. um so they were uh you know talking about like their their inceptions and mm -hmm. how they how they have survived as as games and, and <laughs> Daisy one it was actually a mod for Arma two I believe yep yep Arma two um, that they that they then um, spun off into its own actual thing right uh, right so anyway um, yeah the, so the, I mean there's some others like the going back to the forest I'm kind of the same mindset as you I've seen enough of it that said they are releasing a sequel to the forest I, uh, I saw the trailer which, for that yeah. Yeah, which you and I have talked about a little bit. It's mm -hmm. called The Son of the Forest, I believe? Something like that, yeah. Let's hope it's not like yeah. Son of the Mask. <laughs> Shudders. Yes. <laughs> um, that, that, that CG. Oh, God. Uh, that, that plastic hair. Yes, anyway, that. anyway, so yeah, the, the sequel to Forest. That, that's one that yeah, the... I'm keeping an eye on it. Mm -hmm. I am too. I'm going to try to avoid watching too much about it beyond just like the trailers. Yeah, that cause... way I don't oversaturate myself with it. Because I, like, I feel like had I watched just a bare like minimum like 10 minutes of play of the first forest, I probably would have bought it. But having watched so much of it, yeah, same thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to avoid watching anything about the second one beyond trailers or official press releases. Yep. There's another one that's on my wish list that I had forgotten about that I have it on there. It's uh, from System Reaction. It was released uh, October 13th of 2020. It's called Second Extinction. Okay. Um, and it appears to be kind of like a first-person survival uh, survival shooter. Mm -hmm. 
against dinosaurs. I mean, is it similar to um, Ark? Which I, I played that one, actually. It may have something similar, but I'm not 100% certain. Because, again, I haven't played this one yet. So gotcha. uh, I, it's hard for me to say. Um, you know, it, it seems to be more of like an action uh, an action co-op uh, gotcha. type game. Um, less survival, but it's, you know, the, the talk of Steam Wishlist just made me think about it. There you go. Um, and, and I always remember, I, I still finally remember the the one arcade that was within <laughs> spitting distance of where we grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, had a, uh, a Jurassic Park. Um, oh, God. Yeah, the, the actual like, big... Like, yeah, the one that you sat you sat in mm-hmm. with the, the, the uh, light yep. guns. Yep, um, yeah, I remember that. Because we, yeah, to... we went there a couple times. Yeah, but I mean, I was there with my parents a few times, and I would play the crap out of that game. Dude, like, yes, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, so it kind of reminded me of that, which is why I'm I'm somewhat somewhat interested in it. Yeah, it's on Steam and it's on sale right now. Oh, there you go. Um, Might be something to look oh, wait, into. Wait, no, sorry, not that one. Uh, Seven Days to Die is on sale. Uh, oh, okay. I had Steam minimized. Uh, Second <laughs> Extinction is not on sale. Right, okay. sale right now. Anyway, um, but uh, moving back to the genre, I think you were going to say something about a game i don't, I don't remember i might have I, interrupted you well no, i i mentioned that i had played arc for a while when that first oh came yes because yes, yes, like everybody was playing that when it came out it seemed like um i mean it was fun good concept i mean really good crafting but it's, it just didn't hold me long term like a lot of these other ones did i played it oh maybe for a, a month on and off mm-hmm. um i mean it was it was fun it just it just didn't hold my attention too well uh, some of the guys from my original Destiny One clan mm. still play Ark. Oh yeah! Like I remember that. Like I remember them when we were not playing Destiny. Like I jumped on and play and was playing Fallout Four, <laughs> and I'd I'd jump into voice chat with them, and they were on, you know, they were on Ark. Oh, there you, you go. Know, playing Ark, you know, talking about like raiding settlements and right and stuff like that. But um, there's a there's another one that's in that vein, um, Rust. If, Which is one, you, yeah, one I haven't played. I've not played it either, but I've seen again. One of my, some of my favorite streamers have played it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of like it really. It's like Fallout survival, like it hmm. post apocalyptic. You build bases, like okay. it's kind of like you know you have to collect materials type thing too. So you know you go out and you have to like mine rocks and smack <laughs> trees with hatchets and stuff right. like that. Um, but, you know, you can, like, make guns and make armor and, like, you build, you know, a base. And, okay. Like, you can you can put, like, locks and these, you know, you can put locks on the doors and, like, keypads and stuff like that to make it um, more secure and things like that. It, it looks interesting. I just, yeah. it, it, um And I think it actually it just came to consoles. Um, oh, okay. Not that long ago. At least, came, at least Xbox, I think, it came right. to. I don't, I'm not sure about, uh, you know, that. The, the the white toaster oven that you have sitting underneath your TV. If you leave my George Foreman grill alone. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is. You play a graphically intense game and you actually will be able to cook an egg on that thing. <laughs> Not like the uh, KFC console where you can actually keep your chicken warm. Oh, God. Which, speaking of which, have you seen that, uh, I think it's, is it Hallmark or Lifetime Channel is doing a colonel sanders based love movie starring mario lopez as, as colonel sandals sanders colonel sandals is a completely different character <laughs> colonel sanders like saved by the bell mario lopez 
Yes. Slater. As the colonel. Yes. Like, okay, at first when you were saying they're making a, a Colonel Sanders, the next word out of your mouth I was expecting was uh, documentary. Which I'm like, okay, that'd be kind of interesting to, to learn about the, the real guy. But then you said love story. And part of me is disgusted, but the other part of me kind of wants to see it. <laughs> yes, so it is, uh, it is called A Recipe for Seduction. Uh, You're kidding me. No, I am not kidding you. Um, I will find the. Uh, I will find and send you. <laughs> actually, I did find the uh, the link uh, yeah. to the YouTube, uh, the YouTube trailer. Oh, so man. I have sent that to you. We can watch it after the show. But uh, maybe maybe next time, guys, we'll uh, we'll do a, a, a movie critique. We'll uh, do, and do a review of uh, do a, a recipe a, for love or whatever. A recipe for seduction. Seduction. Um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> welcome to the world we live in, folks. This this is reality. There's nothing you can do to change that. Yeah. Wow. Don't make a movie but, about uh, anything. Okay. So anyway, uh, survival games. Uh, are, are we going to see a, a KFC uh, inspired survival game anytime soon? Uh, you have to find the eleven secret herbs and spices. <laughs> uh, is it eleven or is it twenty one? I don't remember. Oh. Uh, Dr. Pepper is 21 flavors. Uh, KFC right. is 11. 11 secret That's herbs right. and spices known only to the Colonel's ghost. Right. Which, I mean, apparently only known to a few KFCs because their their chicken is hit or miss. I mean, when it's good, it's great. But Yeah, but it has to be, like, most of the time you, you go there, it's probably like an 85% chance that you're going to get the trots afterwards. Well, cause... I mean, I, I will say, their, their new chicken sandwich they've been toting, I mean, like, every fast, I know we're getting off topic, but every fast food is doing a new chicken sandwich right now. The McDonald's one is actually pretty good. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, the, uh, the spicy one at McDonald's, I didn't expect it to be that spicy. Um, uh, you're not a spicy guy either. Well, okay. I like spice if it adds flavor. I don't like stuff that's hot for the sake of being hot. I like it hot that adds flavor to it. Right. Um, but KFC's chicken sandwich, at least the, the one I had, was really good. Like, they're giving Chick-fil-A a run for their money on this, in my opinion. But, okay, anyway, 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 uh, enough about the Colonel. <laughs> yep. Who I'm sure is a distant cousin of mine. Um, Probably. They're all a bunch of... Never mind. Yeah. Anyway, anyway um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, yeah, so survival games, Rust. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's out on Xbox now, or at least will be very soon. It's been on PC for a while. Yeah. Um, so again, not a game that I know that I'm gonna check out anytime soon. I just don't have the time. Right. Um, and you know, we've kind of got our fingers into other survival games yeah. right now. I mean, uh, like the one that we're. Well, I say we uh, as the royal we. Um, I haven't been on in like two weeks. Uh, we've been playing a lot of Valheim. Yes. So, uh, Valheim, ladies and germs, it's probably the hot IP right now, uh, you know, in survival horror game or survival horror. Uh, it it can be a horror if you wind up in the, wind up in the, uh, in the plains and get zapped by a Deskito. Dude, the first time I came across one of those things, like those things come out of nowhere. Yeah. They provide very little ambient noise. Uh, they are very fast, and they can pretty much one-shot you. Uh, little glass cannons. Uh, yeah. They're very they're very fragile, but they hurt. Yeah, a lot. Yes, they do. 
Did we ever find uh, anyway. that boat I lost because of that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we did. Okay, good, good. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, yeah, I think we did. Um, so yeah, Valheim, uh, Viking-based mm -hmm. uh, survival game. You play a dead Viking Yeah. Uh, who Odin sends to the world of Valheim to basically clean it up for him. As <laughs> Go your, do my uh, dirty work. Right, pretty much. As your... Um, your task in order to get into Valhalla. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's basically it. Uh, so something it does uh, that some of the other, some of these other survival games don't really do is uh, it does. Uh, it actually provides a little bit of like narration and story mm -hmm. and tutorials and things like that. So through uh, no, Mugen. Right. Through Mugen. The, the, you know, one of Odin's uh, crows. Yep, Mugen, Mugen and Hugen. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm butchering the names. Sorry. Uh, I, I believe it's Mugen and Hugen. Hugen. Is it Hugin yeah. or Hunin? I think it's Hugin. Anyway, one of Odin's, you know, two ravens. Correct. Uh, so, you know, you're dropped into the world, and it's a survival crafting game. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the interesting things is, like, you don't actually have to eat or sleep in this game. It's not a requirement. Yeah, which I think was a, a welcome change of pace. Um, now, I mean, that's being said, if you do, you know, eat or drink or rest even... Um, you do get temporary bonuses to your health, your stamina, as well as your stamina regeneration and overall depletion of, of said uh, said stats, which is kind of nice. So you can go through the entire game not eating or drinking anything, and you can still do it. It's just going to be a lot more challenging. Yeah, you better be you better know how to block like literally yeah. everything because yep. you have a base health of twenty five, yeah. and even with even with the best armor in the game, I think a uh, Deathskeeto can still hit you oh, for yeah. like twenty damage. Oh yeah, you're gonna go down real quick. Mm -hmm. So um, Valheim, you know, you're you're thrust upon this world, and and you have to go defeat the f currently five uh, bosses mm -hmm. um, in order to you know kind of clean up the the land. It's uh, it's an early access game. It came out late last year. Um, but to, to huge success thus far, huge success. I mean, there have been, I believe 5 million copies that, that have been sold. Last I saw was over six, over six, over million. 6 million copies. So, yeah. Um, uh, this is developed by iron gate studios. They're a studio out of, uh, the, the Norway. They come from the land of the ice and snow. Right. <laughs> um, they, uh, they're Norwegian, I yeah. believe. Uh, you know, they're Vikings. They're, they're Vikings. That's their, right, that's their shtick. Yep. Um, but they've done it very well, oh, uh, I feel like. They've incorporated, you know, decent lore. They've been touring, you know. The graphics, graphics-wise, they're kind of a weird dichotomy. Cause, yeah, like, we, we've talked about this know, on an earlier episode, actually. Yeah, so, like, the graphics look like something that's being off, like, the PS2. In, like the, uh, I, I the think character even, models, even that's being generous, right? Character models are very blocky. Mm -hmm. um, textures you know, they're, are they're very polygonal. Low res. Yeah, uh, textures are very low res. And then you get this. Then you get the lighting effects and the water effects, Which, and you're like, like the lighting. I mean, is so so beautiful in this game. I mean, like right. there's times where I'll just stop by a campfire just to watch the way like light is bouncing off stuff. Or how a pillar in a random building is blocking the light just like perfectly. It's it's such a weird mishmash, but it works. It really does work. Yeah, yeah. It's a very beautiful, very engaging game. It has a lot of really fun mechanics mm -hmm. and 
Um, it's one of those games, folks, that I'll tell you this, the, uh, the difficulty curve on that thing is like <laughs> logarithmic and yeah. logarithmic. Uh, if you know what a logarithmic curve looks like, it kind of starts out flat a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> and shoots straight and, up. Yeah, shoots yeah. straight up yes, once you does. get out of, once you get out of the Black Forest, which is the second biome, then it's, pro- you know, pucker Uranus, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that's, uh, that's a good descriptor. Yeah, uh, the first time Tim and I wound up in the swamp, we wound up have we wound up going through three boats and I think five corpse runs. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, F- four or five corpse runs. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> we got our stuff back and eventually, our boats eventually. Actually. Yeah. So um, as we both take a drink at the same time, yeah. there awkward silence. Yeah, bad time, bad timing <laughs> on our part. Um, uh, well, and then, like, the, 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 tonight's the... flavor is brought to you by ginger lemon tea. Ooh, see, I was having some uh, mint tea with honey earlier, and now I'm drinking good old pure leaf raspberry. Mm. I mean, hey, Yum. you know what? For for like pre bottled tea, it's good. Yeah, that's about the only pre bottled tea my brother will drink. So, yeah. but um, well, the funny thing about that that particular uh, swamp run on Valheim is that ended up not even being a good spot for us to put a base. And that was yeah, the whole thing no. is we were trying, like, we're like, oh, right there looks great. There's plenty of water access. This is perfect. And then it ended up being a really crap spot because there was nothing around there at all. Yeah, because once we actually got our, our crap back and started exploring around, that particular area of swamp was like all of, I don't know, maybe a hundred square yards. If, if that, yeah. I mean, it was like, there was, was literally small. nothing in there except everything that wanted to eat your face. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it ended up so, being a huge waste, but I mean, it was a good learning experience. So, yeah, it was. It was definitely a good learning experience. But, um, so yeah, Valheim. It's a it, you know base building, construction type stuff, exploration. Oh yeah. Like the world is massive. Yes. Like, yes. Absolutely. It is just ridiculously big. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's biomes that haven't even been implemented yet. Yeah. Uh, you know. So again, the game is in early access. So there's they are still working on implementing stuff within this game. Mm-hmm. Um, they have another release coming up soonish. Oh, awesome. uh, they're working on it. Uh, Hearth and Home. Yep. Which is going to expand building materials and and stuff like that. And, See, I'm, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, because uh, if if you haven't gathered it yet, folks, Tim is very much the 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 builder, mm-hmm. the the guy that loves to to build stuff. So, yep. you know, I'll plant an entire forest full of trees and he will promptly go and fell them, <laughs> yeah, uh, in order do. to be, in order to expand his house. <laughs> it's what I um, do. Yes. Meanwhile, I actually have the biggest house in the game. Well, ironically. Yeah. Ironically, which I, I have a castle. He does. Um, I do. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, you know, you can make buildings and weapons and portals yep. and, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's a we, lot. Yeah, we we actually created an entire village essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, like know, we, we've Tim, got let's see your 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 keep, mine. Our friend Cody uh, has a building there. We've got let's see a farm. We've got our bee area. We have our tower of portals. We have guest houses. We have our longhouse. We have, we have the forge the, or the smithy. Yeah, we have Sorry, the smithy. The smithy. We have a guard, uh, big guard tower, and the whole thing is surrounded by uh, a stone wall, which is then surrounded on the outside by a moat. Yes. So, I mean, it is pretty damn near impregnable. Yes. Uh, I mean, stuff can, like, enemies can still pop up and throw stuff at the yeah. wall, but 
really the only dangerous enemy in the area that that is that uh, covers our camp that could potentially do something to it is a troll. Yeah. And we have bridges mm -hmm. and they will smack the bridges and then promptly not be able to cross over into our our little sanctum. Yep. So, um but the world of Valheim is so big that there's mm -hmm. so many options to be able to like build bases and things yep. like that cuz you know, we don't just have that main our main that i mean we have our main encampment where yep. all of our all of our good stuff is yep. all of our our main stuff is but we've have we you know i terraformed an entire island in order <laughs> for us to to build a staging ground to fight a boss yep you did um yeah the, uh, the elder right yes the elder yep. um there's the elder that we you know we i terraformed that entire like small island on uh we have another so, like land sp speaking of you terraforming did you see the most recent patch notes yes i did about how it takes a lot less uh, stone to uh, terraform well it takes <laughs> less stone to raise ground raise ground which is what you had to do a lot of for that yes but here's the other thing they fixed the exploit mm -hmm. Where if you pointed the hoe at the very edge of the ground you were standing on and yeah. raised the ground, it would pop up the, the new ground to, directly to your height. Oh, they did. So you oh. could use one. So you could build you, you could have like a, a, a level that was like 10 units above the ground mm -hmm. and just point the hoe at the very edge and then just pop the next level all the way up. And it would only cost one one bit of stone yeah. in order to do that. Oh. They've, they've removed that exploit. now. Gotcha. Um, which has a lot of a, a lot of fans actually very very upset about this, right? Um, because while they have reduced the amount of stuff that it takes to raise ground, they have also now made it infinitely harder to do. So you're really not it's really a bad trade off. Mm, gotcha. Um, in most people's minds, because I was also very good at being able to do it. So. Right. Yeah. Um, I was I mastered that technique. <laughs> you did a, uh, yeah. So you did it quite a bit. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean we've got, we've got uh, uh, our swamp, our swamp base, which was a, a village that I found and fixed up, and then yep. we've got. So it, we have uh, uh, several different uh, ones in the plains and black forest. Yes, yeah, so there's yep. there's the over, there's the overlook which I built on top of a giant stone pillar, which is really um, it was genius, honestly. <laughs> yes, it's it was kind of it was. It was terrifying climbing up to the top. Oh, God, of it. I bet. <laughs> that's not a that's not a short drop at all. No, it's it's instant death drop. Oh yeah. Uh, in the middle of the plains. <laughs> uh, so that that's a run. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, Valheim has definitely provided us one of the most engaging um, experiences as of late. Oh yeah, absolutely. We've played. Many hours in it amongst uh, Tim, I, our friend Cody. Um, we all have had expended plenty of time uh, in that game, uh, enjoyed a lot of it. The great thing about the game is that it has a server yes. option. Yep. So you can not only have a, you know, you can play co-op with friends. Mm -hmm. Basically, you, you start up a, a world on your own quote-unquote local server right. uh, which is just your local instance and then they can join you through your friends list mm -hmm. um or you can you can set up a dedicated server on a on a machine and have people join locally tim and i were never able to get the thing to work yeah. across internet i think there was something weird with our firewalls we were just, yeah. just it wasn't, wasn't working. working um 
but there's there's services out there that you can actually pay that they will host a, a yeah. dedicated server and then you just access and then you just log into that server at any time so it's always available to you which is um, nice yes which is very nice it's uh really cheap in the grand oh, yeah. scheme of things oh no yeah, yeah so especially when you when you split the cost between you and some friends like exactly. it winds up you know winds up being just a few bucks a month exactly um, absolutely worth it if you're going to put any kind of time in that game with friends yeah yeah absolutely um very huge community online oh, yeah. it's it's a very uh very I, I would say it's a chill game but it's also just a game that you can you know you can generally have fun in oh um, yeah absolutely and the other thing is, like, you even to build some pretty impressive structures, you don't have to really leave the starting biomes, the yeah, starting the, zones. They, like, they provide enough variety in the things you can make that it's it's pretty easy to build something that looks pretty good. I mean, if, if you go on to the Valheim Reddit, I mean, I know you and I have gone there a few times. Mm-hmm. There are some just absolutely impressive builds that I wish more people would post, like, real time like well even time lapse videos of them building these things like the pictures are great to look at but i want to know how they did it so i can you know replicate some of these techniques you know i i know that there i know that there there is technically a creative mode in the game you have to do it on your a local system and it's through yep. the console commands which basically gives you access to infinite materials see you know I, I've, I d- I've messed around with that a little bit just to kind of to learn how to build some stuff Mm-hmm. Um, but not a whole lot, not a whole lot though. Yeah. I do know that that, that's, that's what a lot of people are doing. These really impressive builds in is this creative mode. Cause you can, right. you have infinite material, so you can just kind of play. Right. Um, when you're in the actual game of Alheim, you, you have to farm for all of this mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know, we, we say we, I, you know, I say have a keep and, you know, we have an entire, base made out of stone and we, we, all this we harvested and all that by hand yes you know toting cartfuls <laughs> of stone and copper and mm-hmm. iron and yep so many gray dwarf eyes uh, i like that that's one thing like i know the game has early access i wish they would give us something more to use all those those gray dwarf parts for because they're just like we don't want to, like we do still admittedly we do still throw a lot of them into the ocean because you eat them out there um but there's still a lot of them that we keep just cuz it's like well maybe they'll add something maybe they'll add something so we've got there are so many blind uh, gray dwarfs in this world because of us well, i mean they're dead yeah. but well yes they're 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 there's a bunch of gray dwarf there. corpses well another corpse there's a bunch of gray dwarfs that died with no eyes there we go yeah uh it's just that's the other thing is just not not only just gray dwarf eyes, but just trash collection in general. Yeah. There there is no item uh, discarding really in that you, game. You, you eat it, and it's but it's right. still there. Right, you drop it, which I think is relatively, if I can be critical here, is kind of bad game design because the game then has to track all of those items and yeah. remember where they are. Yep. So. While it could just be a few bits, a few bits in a file uh, that says, you know, a line and a bit in a file that has a coordinate what this thing is mm-hmm. and where it's at, that still winds up being a lot. Yeah, especially uh, when after you're a while. throwing away, you know, multiple things in multiple locations, you know. Right, so I mean, we Tim and I want to just we have the Yeaton hole. The uh, it, it's a hole out in the middle of a field that we have a portal that goes to. We go through the portal, drop the stuff in the hole that we don't want, and yep. then 
continue on our merry way. So at least it's all in one location now. Yes, or tries to be. Um, yeah. Keyword is tries. But keyword is, yes, tries. It just <laughs> kind of depends on how much stuff you're carrying. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, trash collection would be one of those things that I would love to see in the game. I'd oh, also yeah. love the ability to tunnel. Yes, yeah, like, so, like you and I have talked about this before, because like right now, if you try to tunnel, it doesn't just carve out a hole in front of you. It carves out from where you're at all the way to the you know the surface. So you don't have a tunnel so much as you have a trench. Yep. Which is the moat that Tim and I were talking about yep. that we created. I literally, <laughs> I literally took a pickaxe and just dug straight down and then around our base. Yep. Well, like same thing. My house, you know, in the in the base, well, I have a basement and then a sub basement. The sub basement is literally just a tunnel, and I'll explain. It's not really a tunnel, but it goes out to a cliffside. Uh, that overlooks a part of the uh, the trench where it's almost a sheer cliff, but I can overlook mm -hmm. a lower part of the area. To get that to actually work, I had to uh, effectively line the roof, the quote-unquote roof of this tunnel, with the floor of the basement above me and put up support beams so that it would, you know, structurally, it would still be sound. Which, getting on off-topic here... The structural integrity system in Valheim, I think, is really unique. Because a lot of other games, like you know, like Minecraft, as an example, you can make stuff that, by all rights, structurally should not be holding together. Valheim actually has a really good system that you have to have. Like, if you've got a bunch of like heavy stone on top of you know flimsy wooden rods, those are going to break, and your building's going to fall because it's not structurally sound. So I'd actually yep. put support beams holding up the floor of the basement in my quote-unquote tunnel to be able to even get it to work. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, if you ground... You can kind of exploit this as well. If you, you Anything that is attached to the ground that you then attach a building piece to is technically grounded. Yep. So I've seen some pretty impressive things where people have literally... Like, the pine trees are the, the tallest trees in the game. Mm. They have literally just, like, built, like, planks around the trunk of a pine tree in yep. a spiral staircase and built a whole house I, on top of the pine tree. Yep, I've seen people do that as well. Uh, and that's actually how the Overlook came uh, how Overlook came into be because it's it's a giant stone pillar hmm. that is stuck to the ground, so I was literally just sticking It's grounded technically. Yes, yeah. I was literally just sticking pieces of stairs to the side of this thing and building a staircase around it that's how you to do get it. up to the top. <laughs> that's how you do it. So, uh, yeah, that's that's how it it all flows and functions together. Yep. But, um, yeah. So, obviously, we've kind of gushed about Valheim for a fairly long amount of yeah. time. But it's it's, it's worth checking really out. And no, just like we say, we don't get endorsements from any of these people. Yep. Uh, if they want to kick us a few bucks because they're millionaires now, <laughs> right? Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't cry about it. Again, Iron Gate <laughs> Studios, indie studio, five people that work there. Yeah. Uh, and they have sold six million copies of a game for twenty dollars each yeah. copy. Uh, so do they, the they, math. They've made some bank. Yes. Even if Steam takes thirty percent of that, they, that's they made that's that. still a good chunk of change split amongst yeah. five people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah. So. I'm trying to think of of kind of other survival crafting games that you and I have really played or uh, played with, experienced. Right. Um, I mean, like I, I, we've each had a little bit of experience with Minecraft. I think I, I've had 
a bit more than you have. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, was kind of one of the first ones that really took off. And, I mean, took off well and continues to be a pretty pretty important and popular game still to the, these days. But, I mean, at, at this point, I, we won't talk on Minecraft a whole lot. Because by this point, if you don't know what Minecraft is, then this whole episode has probably just been... I don't want this to sound mean. It's probably just been a waste because if you don't know what Minecraft is, survival or survival crafting games are probably not your thing. You know? Yeah, probably not. Um, well, it, it just popped into my head actually as I was looking at my Steam library trying to find material. Uh, Fallout seventy six. I I don't know how yeah, how that I, one. I, I'd say that's survival crafting. I mean, with an RPG aspect to it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's more story-driven, but a big component of the game is building your own, like, base and right. your own stuff. Uh, so, you, you like, you have a place to go back to. And that was actually one of my favorite things about um, Fallout 4, actually, was the base building. Yeah, like, like I, I, I think I spent more time building my base. Like, I, I never left, uh, oh, goodness, what was the first time? Sanctuary Hills? Uh, Good Spring, Good. wasn't it? Was it? Thanks. In Fallout 4? Yeah. I, said, yeah, I, th yeah. I thought it was Sanctuary Hills. No, yeah, you're right. It is Sanctuary okay. Good Spring was uh, New Vegas, I believe. Yeah. But, like, I, I would do quests in that game specifically because I was going out for on supply runs. And I would just yes. loot, like, everything I could uh, until my pockets were full. And I, I, I dropped, like, one one-pound item just so I'd be just under-encumbered. Um but apart from that, I spent most of my time just building up that base, and like I had all kinds of mods for it. So there was all kinds of new materials I could build, ways I could you know better organize my city, power it more efficiently, things like that. Um, that's what I spent most of my time in Fallout Four doing. See, I had uh, I played through the game, but I also made a point to like build up every settlement, and I'm. <laughs> I'm of the mindset that, like, I'm very defense-oriented, which yeah. is probably why I always play tanks and MMOs and things right. like that. <laughs> um, I'm very defense-oriented, so, like, when I, get a, when I would get a settlement, mm -hmm. one of the first things that I would do is connect, connect my supply routes so that I could share supplies right. with all my, all my things, but then I would also uh, I would build walls around the whole thing. Yep, same, so that, same. So that things could only get into my into the points of ingress that I wanted them to. Right, funnel everything um, in. Well, I mean, with Sanctuary Hills, that was really easy because you had that big bridge coming right in. So, like, Yeah, I had... but things could get across the river. Like, they, they, they could they... go across the river. They could come across from the uh, the stuff, like, the forest behind you because it wasn't like you were not, at the not literal edge often, of the map. Yeah, not very often, No, though. no, not very often. Yeah. You're correct. And, like, I, um, I, I had Sanctuary Hills set up to the point where... Like, the, the bridge was wide open, very inviting. I had a ton of turrets pointed at that, because that's where I figured most everything would be coming from. But then when I noticed stuff was coming from the river in the forest, I put, uh, like, automatic turrets, you know, every so often around it, which I don't think I ever had anything actually get in from the back. I had stuff try to get in from the front, and they, they didn't make it past the gate. <laughs> yeah, I had a... Uh, I, I could still boot up my game and actually check it out, but I had... Um... I had much the same. I didn't have a closed gate there, but I had a guard tower that sat near uh, the near that uh, mm -hmm. like that bridge. It, it was set back so that people could still get in and like yeah. filter around it. But there was a guard tower there, and then there were like you know turrets that were aimed in that general area, yeah. and the, you know there it was very well defended oh, yeah. uh, kind of thing. Um, 
you know, I one of the things that and I did I play the game mostly without mods. I didn't mm. add the only mods that I actually added to the game. Um, and I played on my at my on my Xbox, so it mm. didn't have mod support for a long time. Right. Um, the only mods that I wound up adding were ones that uh, like fixed broken quests and stuff. Yeah. Like stuff that Bethesda didn't bother getting around to fixing. <laughs> right. Um, I, I think I think I know which mod you're talking about. I, if I remember right, that was like one of it may still be like the top downloaded mod, at least on yeah. PC anyway. Yeah. So um, I had the whole thing surrounded again because um, mm. there was actually there was a, a, a back way in because it remember it leads up to the vault where yep. you come out of. Yep. So I had a I had a very small like I had a small defensible position there, but nothing ever came from that that right. direction. Um. But if you remember uh, when you started crafting there, uh, some of the old house, like some of the houses that were falling apart, you could actually dismantle them for mm -hmm. materials. Yep. So I dismantled all of those old houses. So I just <laughs> had like slabs. Right. Yep. Like I just had empty slabs. So I just started building more houses, like building houses and facilities on top of yep. those. Like I took one of the biggest slabs and built like a multi-story uh, house slash armory type thing <laughs> that was my house. And... See, I, I, I know which one you're talking about. Like, for me, um, the house that your character starts off the game in is the one I, I kept as my house, and I kind of, you know, built around it and whatnot. Um, but that big slab, I know which one you're talking about, I made that into a community center slash housing for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And it was the same thing. It was multi-level. So, like, the first level I, I made, uh, it was a bar... Second level was our, all the how like the uh, beds and everything were. Third level was like a uh, like a rec room, so I had like pool tables, um, some of the like the exercise equipment. The yeah. Fourth level, I think I made into like a dance floor, so it's a very odd layout for this place. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, for me, for Fallout Four, you said you never really left uh, Sanctuary Hills very much. I went through the whole game. Yeah, and I I wound up getting every location that you oh, could wow. get your hands on, um, and again, getting settlers, fortifying the locations, right? Like building supply lines. So every single one of my my settlements was connected, so I could share materials between <laughs> all of them. Oh, nice. Um, so I think there was like 14 settlements that there you could get in that game. I had, I, I did set up a, a secondary one at the, uh, the drive-in movie theater. The, um... yes, that one was huge. Well, well, yeah, just cause like everything was pretty much flat to begin with. So I'm like, cool. It's, it was a big open, empty space for the most part. So I'm like, this will be easy mm -hmm. to build in. I yeah. don't remember what I made in there, but I remember I, I spent some time there. I, uh, I took the, the movie theater uh, or the like the the cafe projection box, and yeah. I built uh, I built stairs around the outside of it, and then built this giant, really tall tower, uh, <laughs> and stuck a couple of missile turrets, and then a um, a set, and then I assigned a, a settler to it that had that I'd given a rocket launcher. Oh God! So nobody's getting in there. Yeah, and of course I had the whole thing surrounded by like concrete walls and you know <laughs> gates and stuff like that. And then right. the movie theater itself, like the the projection screen, because you could get up to the top of that. Right. I stuck a I stuck a couple of uh, guard guard posts on the edge <laughs> of it, and had people assigned up there, so they were like watching, you yeah, know, just to see. But <laughs> nice. Yeah. So the um, no, that one was a lot of fun too. Um, uh, you know, we kind of got off topic of Fallout seventy six, right. <laughs> Fallout four. Well, well I, I think that, um, like, that kind of says our our thoughts about seventy six that we didn't really talk about it much. 
It wasn't. It, I didn't, 76 I didn't, after launch and after they fixed a lot of stuff wasn't bad. But I feel that Fallout 4 did a lot of things better, even though it was only single player. Yeah, I, I would concur with that. Yeah. If they took if they took a lot of the ideas, I mean, they tried to take the ideas yeah. from Fallout 4, but they right. just didn't implement them well, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um. So I mean, Todd Howard's a legend. You you can't win them all, though. You mean God Todd, Howard? Yes, God Howard. <laughs> um. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think I think we've covered a lot. Oh, yeah. uh, I think we're probably about time uh, time for the night, so you there know we, we don't want to you know we don't want to belabor the point too much more than we <laughs> we have to. But right. um, so yeah, survival crafting games—it's what Tim and I are really kind of into these days. Yeah. Uh, besides a few other genres of games, but um, we do have some things planned special uh, yep. coming up, folks. So uh, we hope that you'll stay tuned in. We will not tease you with them right now. All we will simply say is that we have some special plans for you. We do so. Um. Yeah, I think that probably is going to be about it for us. That sounds, think? Yeah, sounds about right. Okay. So, uh, with that, uh, we thank you for joining us again tonight on Non Sequitur Nerds. Uh, again, you can always catch us on your favorite podcast platforms: uh, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, which finally works. Yep. Uh, and uh, really many others. Uh, I think there's about six or eight platforms that you right, can probably right, find right, us yeah. on. Um, also find us on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, where you can see the live mm-hmm. recorded <laughs> sessions. Totally. Um, Tim and I do occasionally do uh, we plays, uh, let's plays, that kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can catch us on Twitch, uh, non sequitur nerds, uh, and you can also catch us on Twitter at non sequitur nerd because uh, Twitter handles apparently were. That, that one was too, nerds was too long for yep. us to... The S was too to long it. to put. Yes, so non-sequitur nerds, uh, non-sequitur nerd. Nerd, uh, singular. Nerd, uh, Twitter at non-sequitur nerd. Uh, so find us on all of those if you ever want to chat with us. Um, yeah, and check us out on our, on the web, www.nonsequiturnerds.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we occasionally update the website. <laughs> it looks like crap, but we know that. We're yep. not webmasters. <laughs> and we're too cheap to pay for one because we don't get paid for this. This Yay! is all just for our entertainment and yep, enjoyment. And, and, and hopefully for your entertainment as well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so um, with that, I think we will bid you all farewell, adieu, and a good night, folks. So once again, for non-sequitur nerds, I'm Ian. And I'm Tim. We'll catch you all later. Good night.